Hello, wonderful listeners. Welcome to the Eras and Errors of Parenthood podcast, the ultimate destination for navigating the incredible journey of parenthood. I'm Christina Aramanak. And I'm Carrie Adams. We're your friendly play therapist and your guide on this adventure through the heart and humor of family life. This podcast about navigating parenthood, embracing the eras, and in learning from the errors, a playful journey with two play therapists. Brought to you by Love Play Grow, our play therapy and professional counseling boutique located in the heart of New Jersey. In this podcast, we're diving deep into the stories that shape parenthood, the eras and the inevitable errors that become the words that families need and might not find elsewhere. The one where we talk about two truths. Hey, Christina. Hi, Carrie. It's good to be back with you. Love being with you. <laughs> How are you doing on this cold day? It's freezing. It's freezing here. <laughs> good old Jersey. <laughs> today, we are talking about two truths. We have a big message today. We do. And I think one of my main goals And our topic for today is to help create that calmness that I think is really hard for parents to find when their child is having a really hard time. Calm when your child is having a hard time is nearly impossible. So hard. It's very challenging. Yeah. I, I think I struggle with this a lot sometimes. Like I do really good in the beginning and then towards the end of that struggle, I'm just like, everyone needs to stop right now. (laughs) Everyone, including myself, because I'm just like internally twitching. Well, yeah. I mean, because when it's scientifically proven, when your child is having a hard time, they are crying and screaming and throwing a tantrum. And this is not just about little kids, because one of the misconceptions about play therapy is that it is for little kids. So tantrums and teenagers look different, but they are the same thing. They are. We believe teens, right, are are tall tots. They're just tall toddlers. Yeah. Right? So whatever that tantrum looks like, but if we can all visualize a tantrum, right? It's your child kicking and screaming on the floor or your teenager slamming the door after they've just screamed in your face, right? The idea of staying calm in the middle of that seems bananas. Mm -hmm. It does. Because all that's happening inside of you is your amygdala is getting activated. You're in fight, flight, or freeze. This is where my like, this is not an emergency comes in. Yep. Well, I go back to like, everything is okay. Mm -hmm. I am okay. They're okay. Everyone is safe. Just because you were screaming and crying doesn't mean I need to respond. So let's talk about this because your child or kids in general, I think a major misconception that parents have is they have a hard time with this idea that a child's verbal abilities are not the same as an adult's. Mm. Yes. And I think it's hard too, right? Because at times kids can trick us, right? They their verbal their verbal ability sometimes is like really high, but oh, yeah. that emotional connectivity to what's coming out of their mouth, to what's in their brain does not match. Kids are immature for a very long time. Yes. Really a very long time. Well, the brain doesn't fully develop until 25. For girls. Yeah. Boys 
much later. 27. Yeah. So really we're almost negotiating with someone who is very irrational. I mean, totally irrational, (laughs) but it's not, I don't even know if I'd call it irrational as much as I'd call it like just not, not fully there. Yeah. They're not fully there. So I think when your child is having a hard time, they're screaming, they're using words or showing you through their behaviors, right? This idea that there's two truths. It's always more than one thing can be really helpful in those moments. Cause what we're hearing doesn't always tell this full story. Exactly. We call it, this is like the case of bagel gate, bagel gate, <laughs> bagel gate. My oldest wanted a bagel for breakfast, has wanted a bagel every morning for breakfast for like the last two weeks. Was it because I introduced her to rainbow bagels? It might have been. (laughs) (laughs) Could have been. Sorry. It's okay. She wanted a bagel with cream cheese. Mm. So every morning for the past two weeks, she's eaten half a bagel with cream cheese. My girl. So this morning I thought was going to be no different. (laughs) The bagel with cream cheese. (laughs) We handed her the bagel with cream cheese and like Mount Suvius erupted (laughs) because it was in fact, she wanted a bagel with butter, not Mm. cream cheese. Two very different things. Very different things. (laughs) And the epic meltdown began of screaming and crying and her just being enraged that I did not get the right condiment on the bagel. How dare you? I know. I did not read her mind this morning. Another cognitive distortion in parenting. So many. (laughs) So really, that's the two truths. She was angry. I did not get the right butter today. Mm -hmm. But she was also really upset that her bagel in her mind was destroyed because she didn't have butter and instead cream cheese. And like weird as this is, I just reflected and allowed the space for her to be. Mm -hmm. And after a few minutes, I said like, you can let me know when you're ready and we'll solve this problem. And guess what she ate for breakfast this morning? Ooh, was it a bagel with cream cheese? It was a bagel with cream cheese. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Because really in that moment, if I attempted to try and sway her one way or another, nothing's going to happen. No. No. I kind of had to ride the wave. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of what the two truths are is riding that wave. Mm -hmm. And it's rough. Mm -hmm. Hard. I think another thing that can be um, different, I'm going to say, for people to really understand is that it is really easy to show that we're angry. It is way harder to show other feelings, more vulnerable feelings. So when I think about this, like it's always more than one thing. Like I think about how I call anger, like a backpack feeling, right? It's, it's always riding the back Mm -hmm. of another feeling. And usually it's a form of sadness. It's like that movie inside out. You can't have joy without sadness. No. 
you can't have a lot of feelings without one versus the other. They very rarely are just one thing. Yes. Everything is more complicated than it looks. Yes. And I think for kids, right, it's easier to be angry than it is to be vulnerable. Yes. Because they have, they don't understand what that concept of vulnerability actually is. And it's very hard for them to articulate how they're feeling because the verbal centers of the brain are just not fully developed yet. Yeah. So they're excellent at showing us how they feel. Mm -hmm. Whatever that temper tantrum looks like, whether it's a three-year-old, a 13-year-old. Oh my goodness. 13-year-olds. It usually looks like, mom, I hate you. Woof. Mom, you're the worst. (laughs) I want a new mom. And it is this idea of it's always more than one thing. Things are always more complicated than it looks. Has a lot to do with not getting activated by the words kids are saying, not not reacting to what we're seeing, allowing those feelings so that we know, you know, there's something more underneath here. Yeah. When we allow that, that feeling to pass, we can get to what's really going on. And I think really sometimes walking away, we tell a lot of our parents that, that when you're starting to feel activated, you need to tap out and walk away because that's kind of how you start to self-regulate some of those big activating feelings that you're having. Walking away is not going to do anything to your child. It's not going to make them feel like you're not attending to their need in this moment. Mm -hmm. Walking away is actually attending to their need and your need. Right. Yeah. And I think allowing, giving parents permission to walk away is this idea of self-care that in the moment your child is flipping out and you're in a fight flight or freeze yes please go take care of yourself walk away everything will calm down on its own you know really the two truths actually is radical acceptance Mm -hmm. it's radically accepting that these two things can be happening and true all at the same time two opposite things can be happening and be true at the same time anger sadness Mm -hmm. very different on the line of emotions very different but all at the same time true yes and this reminds me of the conversation that we had where you know, we talked about all the grief that goes with parenting, right? Being happy and sad at the same time doesn't feel like it goes together. But it does. All the time. Yep. Yeah. Grieving each stage, endings, all of that. Happy, sad. Happy, sad. Mad and sad. Scared and sad. <laughs> Scared and mad. It's always more than one thing. So in order to help parents kind of with this radical acceptance, Mm -hmm. how do we help them to reflect what's going on in the moment? What do you mean? Really of kind of with that like bird's eye lens for parents to understand what's going on in the moment. Right. Well, you're right. It's about perspective, right? Remembering it's always more than one thing. I just need to ride this wave. I need for the rainbow to, to get to the other side of the rainbow, right? And then we can figure it out. 
we can problem solve. Really coping skills just get us to the other side. It's just about getting yourself some more time, (laughs) buying some time. So in order to do that, it's radically accepting what's in front of you. Right. For these two opposing things to be true. Right. Knowing it's always more than one thing. Thanks, Christina. Thanks, Care. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on this adventure through the eras and errors of parenthood. If you want to learn more parenting insights, be a part of our community, and have some exclusive content, head over to our website at loveplaygrownj.com. Don't forget to subscribe, and we'll catch you there for more playful moments and valuable resources. Until next time, happy parenting.